Welcome to all of our new and existing relatives and listeners. This is the Healing Dojo podcast series brought to you by the Her Wellness Institute in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Thank you for joining us as we engage in meaningful conversation around the complexities of our collective and individual healing. Listen along with us as we free think and practice CAM, Community Activated Medicine, where the people are the medicine. Come as you are and let's begin. Hello and welcome everyone to the Healing Dojo podcast. I am your co-host, Odessa, a counseling intern at Her Wellness Institute. With me to co-host is Fonde Bridges, creator of Healthy Words and Carewism. Hi, Fonde. How are you doing today? I am exquisite, Odessa. It is so great to be working with you, of course. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm excited to be here. Um, and I'm excited to uh, talk with Katrina Brooke Flores. So Katrina, um, she's an artist, activist, ally, community healer, and mother. She recently debuted her film, Seed Pollinate Bloom, where Katrina creates a space to share the story of community and intergenerational healing through poetry, song, and visual art. Uh, through this film, she talks about how we are turning surviving into thriving for Black, Indigenous, and Afro-Indigenous people. So Katrina, welcome. How are you doing? I'm well. Thank you for the introduction. Thank you guys for hosting this space and cultivating, creating it. It is needed, and I am honored to be here. Well, we are so excited for you to join us. Um, you know, you have such an amazing uh, journey that led you to the point where you created this film can you kind of talk to us about what led you to this point of seed pollinate and bloom? Wow. <laughs> what leads <laughs> us to any journey? It could, these stories, you know, <clears throat> we're storytellers, right? So these stories have origins that are a lot further back or, you know, a lot of times I think that's the exciting and interesting part of storytelling when it talks about origins is like, where do things start? Where is the impetus, right? I'll say that like in 2017, I was getting ready to do a ceremony with my partner, my life partner, and we were going to, um, you know, make it public that we were creating a union, you know, you know, marriage is great for people. And I am, I'm a hundred percent. If you're on that, I am married, always refer to my partnership in those terms. But we were doing those ceremonies. But one thing we wanted to do is, you know, a lot of times people have those those ceremonies of uniting and they have this thing um, that has become very normalized, right? Called bachelor parties or bachelorette parties or whatever those parties are. And for us, I just was like, I'm good. I'm good with that. What I do want to do, though, is I want to put whatever monies we would have put towards that and put them into a fundraiser for native youth um, that are doing community work here in Chicago where we live and we were, we were gonna hold this ceremony. So that's what we did together. We invited a whole bunch of our friends who also are amazing indigenous artists from all over the US, also from Canada and Turtle Island. And that was a good way for us to start that journey. Um, that was called Bring the Love and it was, a event that brought 
hip hop practicing arts, as well as traditional indigenous arts from this area, this Midwestern area together, as well as the ways and traditions that those who traveled to be part of the event also brought with them from the US, right? From where they were and their tribes. That was, I think, really important to me, that connection, right? There was a little mini doc we did, I think it's like five minutes that just shows that event and why it was done. This is also on the heels of Standing Rock. So the funds were really about like, how does that work that happened at Standing Rock and those calls then continue in our own communities? And for me, it was the youth organizations that were really answering that question. And so we raised the money that we raised from that event went to them. And that was the Shy Nations Youth Council, as well as the International Indigenous Youth Council Chicago chapter. It's here. And the idea was to bring, again, hip hop, um, as well as culture, as well as traditional ways and knowings as culture together. And that really is also evident in Seed Pollinate Bloom. I am a B-girl, but I'm also a poet. I do spoken word. Um, I do transformation. And a lot of that, I think, had to do at the time that I grew up and that I connected to it was the early 90s, maybe a little before that. Yeah, I would say like, 80s to 90, early 90s. And the reason why that's important to me is this is a crucial time in hip hop where hip hop was very Afrocentric. It was very cutting edge when it was calling for what was going on in communities and being unapologetic. And I thought that was very powerful as a youth growing up and I connected to it because you at this time and still today, but especially at this time, we did not see people that looked like us in the media. Right. And so for me, as somebody who identifies as indigenous woman growing up in Waukesha, Wisconsin, y'all are in Milwaukee, so I know you know Waukesha. It was a very important thing for me to to see this, to connect to this. And this is also I, I credit hip hop a lot for politicizing me. Those ways of knowing those knowledge bases together, because I think it's important for the evolution of where we're headed. In the future, I think it's they're very powerful ways when used in a good way. And then I also think that it's youth centered and that is super important as we discuss and, and create how we move into the future that we want and that has us centered. Yeah, and then I am an artist resident right now at Elastic Arts in Chicago as part of the Dark Matter Residency Series. I was given a call, I, I got pregnant Last year, got my residency. I got my residency was announced actually the day I gave birth, which also this is, you know, this is how time and universe works, creator works, is my child was also born on what they say is the birthday of hip hop when Cool Herc had the party at Sedgwick Avenue, that is August 11th. So it's these things are not coincidence, right? They are, they are time telling a story and storytelling time. And that is from the film. <laughs> that is calling. That is what are we calling forward? And we are very powerful creators. And that's what creator made us, I believe. The question is, what are we creating? What are we always crafting? What are we cultivating? And thus seed pollinate bloom. I was cultivating a seed at the time, literally in my body. I was cultivating this artist self of mine. It was the first residency I ever applied for and I got it. 
I was called months after I gave birth. In addition to the work I was supposed to do for my residency, they wanted to ask us all to do an additional project. They asked for a one hour concert. And I'm not saying, um, but at the same time, I was like, I'll do this. Yes, I'll, I'll answer this call and rise to the challenge, but I'm going to do it my way. And I'm going to use this as an opportunity to create a collective piece because it really is in community that the shifts become seismic. Mm, that was beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I mean, what a journey. I think, I mean, you spoke on so many different things. And all I can think of is like CAM, Community Activated Medicine. You know, I hear, I hear your journey and I, I see and I hear your values of like connection, community, youth, like all of that is so important. I recently watched Seed Pollinate Bloom and beautiful. The, I mean, just so intentional with everything you were doing in such a fantastic way. So anyone out there definitely recommend seeing that. But I think one thing that just like really stood out to me is the intention of your words, the intention of the visuals within the film created that story that you're talking about. Uh, one thing that really stood out to me in the beginning, you're like, when talking to your baby, right, we started as one journey, we became two journeys. And we get to, you know, you get to share your story. So then um, your child then gets to tell their story. Um, and so it's like super future oriented when, and like connecting to the babies, right? We, at Her Wellness, we talk about the children's fire and how we as a, like we have to work as a community to protect our children and always thinking how can we, we have to make a decision together with keeping the children in mind. At the end, you talk. You have a segment where you have people um, talking about uh, specifically um, in the future of Black, Indigenous, and Afro-Indigenous people are blank. You have all these different people from different, you know, shapes and colors coming in and talking about the future of of these of these people and and using such a positive way which I think Fonde, I think you'll really connect with this because it's all about healthy words. I mean, some of the words these people were saying is, you know, in the future of Black, Indigenous, and Afro-Indigenous people are, people are light, people are the eternal now, people are thriving, feeling peace, forever resilient in what made America at the center of their own narratives, telling their own stories, free, autonomous, are here. I mean, that's so powerful. In your experience, you know, in crafting the idea to do this, to create this moment where you, you design the beginning of the phrase, but you leave it open for others to make the conclusion. Like it begins as an idea, right? But then there is the moment where they, people start writing in their thoughts, their feelings. So I'm just curious for you as the person who had the idea and then now you're experiencing it, how was that to see what these conclusions were? Yeah, that's an excellent question. There is um, learning throughout journey, right? And right. that's what's so beautiful about being an artist because you're constantly inundated with this process, right? Mm -hmm. That mirrors your life, that mirrors how we live maybe in a healthy way, right? And so it is about 
creation, right? And saying, okay, I'm doing this thing, or I'm trying to pull this thing out of myself. But but things that we pull out of ourselves, and we know this, right? You all know this as healers, um, as people within the counseling psychology world, is that when we pull things out of ourselves, whatever those things may be, they affect other people, right? And then other people have also ownership of those things um, in different ways. And so that could be feelings, that could be things that come out sideways, that could be um, joy, that could be our light, um, <clears throat> that could be so many different things, right? And so in artistic process, there is that as well. Yes, I was asked to do this thing with an idea, um, but that idea isn't just all based on me. That idea is based on my experiences in community. Um, and in addition, right, it's also then in the process, right, there was, how are we going to, you know, here's where the story's taking us, right? I created a storyboard and realized as the story was coming together, oh, there needs to be more here, there needs to be more there, or this needs to be maybe explained a bit more. And when it came to the end, right, thinking, man, how, how do, well, here's a keyword, right? How do we end this? right mm -hmm. versus how do i right capstone this and so it made sense to me that this was about future and calling forward a future i knew that that's what this piece was about so we can't call a future into existence by ourselves right. and so it was important to perhaps give a prompt and okay. allow that prompt to live where it went you know, and let yeah. people then own it for themselves and breathe their own life into it. And I think that that's, that's the kind of work we need to get us to the future that we want. Yeah, I really, you know, again, just the idea of words. And when I think about what you did in that, that example that Odessa brings up, it is that you, you, you kind of built a bridge that allowed people to carry their thought forward to the rest of us, right? It, it, it kind of goes over whatever we thought about the future into a well, into a, 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 a moment where people get to deliver um, their idea from within your prompt granted them that access. So I just wanted to jump in right there. I know Odessa, I know you got more questions. I know that. Uh, that was perfect. I, I, I wanted you to share your, your input on that because there's such a connection there with healthy words. Because I mean, what was, what was happening and what is happening is we're manifesting that to be true. Right, and we're exactly. putting our energy in we, exactly. Like yep. I becomes we, and that's where healing happens is in the community when we all come together. Yep. Um, it's just such a, it's a reframe, right? A huge reframe of what we've been told in the Western idea of how things need to be and how we need to heal. Um, I'm sure that was, that must've been so exciting just to watch all that happen and see like how you have like all these different people coming in together to, to give themselves and in, into this beautiful artwork and you get to see things happening. And that must've been like, so healing to be a part of that space as well as you getting to bring yourself in that space this project was more important to my development and and growth as an artist than maybe perhaps i realized in the moment 
this particular piece allowed me permission. Mm. I allowed myself permission. Let me rephrase that. I allowed myself permission in this piece in a way I haven't in maybe a holistic way before through my art. And what I mean by that is I am an indigenous Chicanx woman um, from born in the Midwest with roots further south that also identifies as queer, that also identifies as a feminist, right? Um, and that also is uncovering my own roots in my family's history and story with our connection to Black folks in our family from Senegal. And so all of these things combined, this project allowed me an opportunity to say, I want a future where all of my relatives are free. And that freedom is bound together and that dignity is bound together. Like there, I gave myself permission, but I also was like very at the same time aware that there was risk in that. But so what? <laughs> right. It's beautiful. Yeah, you know, the word that comes to mind is courage, right? I mean, to grant yourself permission, I think, in, you know, we're not, we're often influenced to give our power over to other, it's whatever, society. And so when you say, because my, it's my mother, who's a visual artist, and she's been that for 50 years now, a book she's been working on is titled Permission to Paint, Please. And it's for her as an African-American female in America for 70 years, she's had to think of all the times where she's been asking for permission. And so when you say you give yourself permission, you know, it's just a powerful uh, nod. And uh, the intro to that poetry, to the intro to her book, she had me write a poetry piece for it. And it starts as, I am the creator's creation creating. Thank you for listening and reflecting along to this episode, relatives. We hope the content and thoughts you experienced will continue to ignite the healing within. We encourage you to continue the conversation by scrolling through our other podcast episodes, as some of them may have a part two or three and a reflection. We wish you all the love and good energy as you move forward in your healing journey. It is our honor to be here with you. Be sure to check us out on our Facebook page or at www.herwellness.org. And that is spelled H-I-R wellness.org. Take care, relatives.